0: Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. Sometimes we have too much good stuff that doesn't make it onto the regular radio show, and we put that in bonus episodes like this one. That is right, Jim. Uh, Recently we had a discussion on the
1: Astroworld tragedy and concert safety with Sound Opinions contributor and Rolling Stone senior news writer Althea Legaspi. In this part of the conversation, we're going to talk about our own personal concert horror stories of times where we felt unsafe.
0: We'll get to that in
1: just a minute. We're back. Let's jump into the conversation with Althea Legaspi
0: all of us, uh, the three of us here, uh, lived through some harrowing incidents, right? And I want to discuss some of those amongst ourselves. What, Althea, have you ever feared for your safety and well-being at a concert?
2: Uh, yes. And uh, one of the ones that springs to mind immediately was the Rage Against the Machine concert at, or festival at well, during Lollapalooza, Rage Against the Machine. I
0: had that on my list, too. It's, August 2008
2: that's like the top one for me that just stands out. I I remember feeling panicked in the crowd and it took me, I don't even know how long. It just felt like so many harrowing minutes to even get anywhere where I felt like I could get some breath. Meanwhile, I was seeing just bodies going over the barrier, um, the photo pit barrier. Do you remember this? It was just... And um and I I can't remember call who I was with but I know I was with a couple of friends and we were just all trying to get actually to that side hill and get out it, at that point I was like I can't and as we finally did make some space I saw dozens of people actually jumping the gates and coming in to this pit that was already really 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 overcrowded.
0: My reporting that night at Lollapalooza in August 2008, uh, emergency service personnel and police for the Sun-Times, they told me that a crowd, they couldn't even estimate exactly how many. It was between 500 and 2,000 people rushed a guarded access gate on Columbus Drive, gained admittance, and I was in the press area, and that that gate was not far. And I saw this crowd trample. I saw a young woman in a wheelchair, knocked out of her wheelchair, uh, because... Back then, Lollapalooza had kids the palooza uh, the children's music tent that Perry Farrell was so proud of. I saw parents trying to get out of the park with their young kids, five years old, right, or younger, knocked over, right, uh, because 2,000 people are rushing at you, as many as, between 500 and 2,000, uh, are rushing in, and they don't, they're not going to stop, right? And what infuriated me, Greg, you were there as well. Do you remember the press conference afterwards? Oh, yeah. Everybody passing the buck and, you know, saying it was somebody else's fault. And well, you <laughs> not, know, not the, the promoters Lee. C3 yeah. Presents, which yeah. are now part of Live Nation, were telling all of us saying, uh, wh- wh- were telling us we had not seen what we saw. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't as bad as, uh, as people make
1: it out to be. You know, yeah, the,
0: what what are you so upset about? It wasn't that well, bad.
1: I mean the situation with with rage, not to pick on them, but I I was fully prepared for what happened in two thousand eight at Lollapalooza. I made it up the hill before it started because I knew it was gonna go crazy. I don't know if you remember, Jim, but '97 they toured with Wu Tang clan and yeah. they were playing amphitheaters and that was out of control. That was like that was one of the scariest shows I've ever been at and just in terms of feeling like I was trapped. You know, like you can't get out of this. Like if something goes just a little bit left here, I'm gonna be smushed. And know? an amphitheater is the yeah. sort of venue we're talking about that is there 365 days a year. Well, they had reserved seating allegedly for the show. Uh, they had a little mosh pit in front, but pretty soon that was just chaos and the security guards were overrun. The crowd slammed, you know, slammed to the front of the stage and it was just totally out of control. And you go, this is, this is like what crowds do. It's fun until it's not yes you know you're 19 years old you're slamming against other people you're having a great time with the music and suddenly you can't breathe you know right and and it's it the adults in the room have got to say hey there comes a point where you have to sort of modify this behavior
0: somehow by whatever means necessary what about other war stories uh, I, you know I, to that point of travis scott having some control greg you and i have talked before about the q 101 radio jamboree 1999 where the offspring <laughs> yeah. one of the most boneheaded pop punk bands ever did you tell the story well, I mean, they basically
1: encourage people. Uh, Offspring was playing, and uh, the the lead singer, Dexter Holland, I believe. Oh um, yes. Multiple degrees from college, right? Various colleges, and here this guy's is, is egging on the crowd to throw garbage at him. Uh, they throw garbage, of course, like you know, like they are told, and uh, but they're flinging garbage, and it's not kind of getting anywhere close to the stage. I'm in the second row up there. I'm standing right next to the handicapped um, section, you know and those poor folks are getting rained on with bottles and uh, you know half eaten hamburgers and it's just an awful mess and meanwhile Holland exits the stage this stuff is going on garbage is flying people are getting hurt uh, because garbage is flying and he ha- takes zero responsibility for it
0: you know here's a paragraph idiot. here's a paragraph from my review in 1999 which became a news story This dangerous outburst continued for at least 10 minutes. I was hit in the head with a small plastic garbage can and a half-full water bottle that sent my eyeglasses hurtling into the next row. A young boy next to me was clocked with a glass vodka bottle, and many around us suffered even harsher, potentially injurious blows. Holland's action was the most irresponsible stunt I've ever seen a rocker perform.
1: Yeah, and and again, that was something that could have been addressed ahead of time, like, you try any of this stuff, you're, 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 you'll never play here again, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can Bigfoot an artist like that and say, listen, you got to be responsible for what goes on up there. Not only did he incite a dangerous incident, then he left and let it
0: continue... Yes.
1: Without, you know, uh, without any con- exerting any kind of control over the situation at a point at where he
0: would have been the only person right. able to stop it.
1: At some point, you've got to realize, hey, wait a minute, they're not hitting me. They're hitting these poor people in front who have no defense. They, they can't move. They can't get out of there. You know, it, it was a uh, it's an awful situation. That's it for this bonus episode. But we want to hear from you. Have you ever felt unsafe at a show? Start a conversation in our Facebook group or leave a voice message on our website,
0: soundopinions.org. As always, Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, our associate producer Sol Delgadillo, and our intern Mary Bernthal. Our social media consultant is Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.